Welcome to your prayer intentions with author Peter and Jimmy. And we welcome your prayers at WQPHradio.org. Oh Mary, send my prayers to heaven. Don't let another day go by. You can ask the Lord to help me. When my cross gets heavy and my soul is dry. Oh Jesus, hear my cry. Oh Mary, send my prayers to the sky. Along with all of my intentions, every word takes flight. Hello and welcome to another edition of Your Prayer Intentions. Very happy to be here for the next half hour or so to pray for your prayer intentions and excited that in 48 hours we are going to be uh, at Slattery's for our first annual Shrove Tuesday brunch. You can still get tickets online. It's slightly higher. It's 45 You remember, put in tickets if you decide you want one. Then the previous price, because we've already given the number of attendees to the good folks at Slattery's, although they tell us they can probably accommodate a couple more if necessary. So if you have the desire to go, and you can still go online and pick up a ticket, and we'll have it at the door ready for you. If you've already bought your tickets, if you have your ticket, just present your ticket. And if you don't, and if you've already paid and you're picking up the tickets, then just give your name, because we'll have the names of the people who bought tickets and have, do not have a physical ticket with them. I have the, actually the physical tickets. Uh, so be aware of that, and make sure you keep the tickets, because remember, all the tickets are numbered, and we are going to, via a dice roll, give out our uh, Catholic care package with various Catholic medals and so forth and such inside. I've also been informed that our speaker, who is going to talk on the Holy Face, is going to be bringing two relics, including a relic of the crown of thorns and that's going to be for uh veneration after his talk so that's going to be something to look forward to there may be some surprises i do not know for sure i don't want to mention anything in case the surprise doesn't happen i'm actually betting that the surprise won't happen but you never know because there's something going on around the same time but i don't want to get any deeper than that But hopefully we'll have an extra surprise for you. If not, that's fine too. And be aware that we've already set up our speaker for next year. Uh, Monsignor Moroni has agreed to be our speaker for 2025. And that's going to be deeper in March because this is a very early early Lent. And next year Lent is going to be starting in, in March. So it's going to be a very different setup in terms of that. But to all of you who decided to uh, come down and to pick up tickets and so forth, I want to thank you right here, right now, while I've got the chance. Because this was something that we put together and, you know, we're, you know, trying to do something for the first time is always a little nerve-wracking. And I will not deny that it's been a nerve-wracking time for me. So thank you so much for uh, being a part of it. Thank you so much to the diocese for promoting it. And we hope this is the beginning of many years of dinner and fellowship in order to return things. And, and it's, this is important because 
as we've fallen away from what Lent means and what Christianity means, uh, you have Shrove Tuesday be, used to be a bigger deal, and it's pretty much become Mardi Gras in the sense that this is the time to go wild, to cut loose, to go ahead and sin before we stop fasting. It wasn't just let's let's feast and then stop fasting. It's become let's sin and stop fasting and then stop fasting. So, Because it's important to realize that you don't justify sin. It's a mistake that gets made when people get older or people are ill. People will excuse things that are bad. You don't excuse things that are bad. You stick with what's right, especially as you're getting closer to God. Now, I'm going to read all the readings this week. And I want to stress, and you might be a, a little confused as to why I read the first one, but we'll do them all. Okay, the first reading is from uh, Leviticus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, If someone has on his skin a scab or pustule or blotch, which appears to be the sore of leprosy, he shall be brought to Aaron the priest or to one of the priests among his descendants. If the man is leprous and unclean, the priest shall declare him unclean by reason of the sore on his head. The one who bears the sore of leprosy shall keep his garments rent and his head bare and shall muffle his beard. He shall cry out, Unclean, unclean. As long as the sore is on him, he will declare himself unclean since he is in fact unclean. He will dwell apart, making his abode outside the camp. That's the first reading. The second reading. Brothers and sisters, whenever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. Avoid giving offense, whether to Jews or Greeks or the Church of God. Just as I try to please everyone in every way, not seeking my own benefit, but that of the many, that they may be saved. Be imitators of me, as I am of Christ. And now the gospel reading from Mark, which you can guess what it is from the first reading. A leper came to Jesus and kneeling down begged him and said, If you wish, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand, touched him and said to him, I do will it be made clean. The leprosy left him immediately, and he was made clean. Then warning him sternly, he dismissed him at once. He said to him, See that you tell no one anything, but go and show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The man went away and began to publicize the whole matter. He spread the report abroad, so it was impossible for Jesus to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, and people kept coming to him from everywhere. Now, I want to touch on all of these readings. And the first reading, let's talk about the rules about lepers. And I want to talk about, there were an awful lot of rules, I think 600-something, or 603 specific rules that were handed down through Leviticus and so forth for Jews. And... The interesting thing about the rules concerning leprosy, the rules concerning uh, you know, ritual cleanliness and so forth, I consider them proof of the existence of God because the Jews are one of the only, is the only race that pretty much lives on the same land, has the same God, the same religion, the same culture. It's a Jew from 2,000 years ago and a Jew from today. It's similar. I mean, you have some who are very religious Jews, some who are the Reform, and others who, frankly, some of them, their politics are more their religion than their religion. But the Jews as a race are one of the few ancient peoples, if not the only ancient people, that still exist as they were. 
And one of the reasons why they've survived, in my opinion, is because God gave them a lot of advice about cleaning and staying clean and staying so forth. Because the constant washing of hands and stuff, people, that was odd in the ancient times. But if you had a doctor, we just went through COVID. What was the first thing people told you? Wash your hands, stay clean, wash, wash, wash. Cleanliness, when things like Florence Nightingale came forward, is all about cleanliness, getting rid of germs. Now, people didn't know what germs were in the first century A.D., but the Jews were doing these things, and among a populace that did not keep themselves clean, you have a better chance of survival. So all of these things, even these rules concerning leprosy, better chance of the group surviving. And notice that they have to go to the priest. Now, the priests were given offerings. So the priests tended to get the best of the food and the best of the drink because they were able to eat the offerings, which meant that they were the stronger people and thus less likely to succumb if they had to examine someone like this, because it would be up to the priest to examine all these things. This is a little thing that people forget and I think is important. Another thing, let's talk about the second reading briefly. Paul talks about doing everything for the glory of God and to not give offense if possible. Just as I try and please everyone in every way, not seeking my own benefit, but that of the many so that they may be saved. It's all about you know, they're, they're like the song, they will know we are Christians by our love. If you do things for the glory of God, if you make yourself an example that people see as an example of good and as something to be emulated, you are giving glory to God. You are more likely to help them ask, to help them. You are being an apostle of the church. So you keep that in mind when you're in public, when you're around people. If you carry yourself a way that makes things better, people understand it. And that's, again, why Paul did what he did. You remember last week's gospel, he talked about being poor to, to people who are poor. It left out bits where he says, you know, to being like a slave to slaves and to like a Jew to the, those under the law, like, to being like this to the Greeks and so forth. Because basically he's trying to save as many as he can. So he's trying to make a connection. Because Christianity is not about isolation. It's about spreading the good news to people so that they can be saved. And now let's take a look at the gospel. Now, of course, Jesus cures the leper who approaches him. So the leper has faith that Jesus can cure him. And Jesus does. And the leprosy left him immediately. What does Jesus tell him? See that you tell nobody anything, but go and show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. Now notice what he tells the, the leper. He doesn't say just go off. He says follow the rules of the law. Follow the rules that God has given you. So he again, remember Christ says, I have not come to abolish the law, but to complete it. There's the example of him showing respect to the law of Moses. Now, however, the man does not listen to Jesus. He may listen to Jesus in terms of the law of Moses. It doesn't say here. But he ends up publicizing the event, which is what Jesus told him not to do. How often do we pray for something to God that we ask and hope to receive? And how often after we get what we needed, 
do we forget? How often do we forget? And sometimes, I know myself in confession, you know, you go to confession, you say, you know, and you say the word, your act of contrition, and how often do, after you're forgiven, you go and you find yourself in temptation to sin, especially if you're a person who's dealing with habitual sin. You go back to your sin. Maybe not immediately, but you do it. How often do we, when God grants a prayer, when we get something that we need from God, do we say, oh, thank you, God, and then go back and do wrong again and put yourself in a position when you're in trouble again? This fellow disobeys Christ. He's given the gift of the healing. But yet, despite being given that great gift, being able to, you know, go back to the people, to no longer have to be isolated and so forth, he fails in the duty that Christ said to him. Big mistake. Big mistake. Now, we don't know what happened to this guy afterwards. Maybe he figured it out later. But you don't want to make that mistake. So Now also notice how at the end it says that Jesus remained outside in deserted places and people kept coming to him everywhere. Jesus tried to stay alone, needed some time for himself. Time to reflect, time to pray. You often see in the Gospels Jesus going away to pray because he's giving the time to God. He's giving the time to the Father that the Father deserves. Very important example in that. But people kept coming to him. And again, people kept coming for the signs, for the wonders, and so forth. Because what he wanted to do was teach. I mean, the signs and wonders are nice. If you're sick and you're cured, believe me, you're happy about it. But it wasn't about, Christ's coming wasn't about the signs and wonders. It wasn't about curing individuals. It was about spreading the good news of the gospel. It was about the message of forgiveness and repentance. And about knowing the difference between being spiritually alive and spiritually dead. Don't make that mistake. Do not, after the joy of forgiveness, forget the role of obedience. And now, and just to remind you, again, you might recall the story of Jesus and the uh, woman caught in adultery. When all the other people leave and don't stone her to death, and Jesus asks, you know, woman, has no one condemned you? And she says, no one. Neither do I condemn you. Go, but do not do this sin anymore. Avoid this sin. Two instructions. Go, you can now go in peace. But avoid this sin. Avoid the sin. And I know that's going to be very... Sometimes I feel a little guilty saying that because there are times when I have a real problem avoiding sin. But it's something that we have to remember. And even if we have someone give us a hand on this, it's something we need to remember. And we're now going to get to our prayers. And we have a... A small prayer list this week, although I suspect we'll have a bigger one next week because I'll be collecting prayer intentions at the uh, 
Shrove Tuesday. Again, if you have prayer intentions, you can go to wqphradio.org, go to the prayer wall, and there will be prayer intentions listed there. You can put them up. And the great part about putting up prayer intentions there is that other people can see them, offer prayers, and give replies so that you can see people praying as you ask them to, which is a... When you, when you need prayer, that's a great, great thing to be able to see that people are, you know, are praying for you when you've asked for it. So, never forget that. So, now let's get to the, our prayers for this week. So, let's begin with those prayer requests. We have one for an ill man, a Charles Simpson who's in the hospital and has some issues. We have a prayer request for the soul of Monsignor Arthur Calkins, who passed away after some various uh, conditions that he was dealing with, complications and so forth. Always happy to pray for the dead, and we'll be including him in the, uh, in the indulgence calendar next month. We have a prayer for Lisa Grass and her daughter, who are both having uh, health issues. So we pray for those. We have our standing prayer requests. We have a prayer request, the standing request for Mary, for Nancy, for Jake, for the two Mary Ann's, for the donors to WQPH, and we are very, very grateful to the donors of WQPH, and for the local priests and deacons. And especially now, because the local priests and deacons are, are coming up to Ash Wednesday and Lent, and they will be very, very, very busy. So <laughs> pray for them and have a little, a little extra patience with them because there's going to be so much for them to do. And we pray for the church in Ireland, which has been having some issues. And I want to offer a prayer for a dead friend of mine, David Tater, who used to work for me many, many years ago. I did not know he had died. So let's add him to our prayer requests. And for the requests of the Dominican Sisters of St. Cecilia. And, of course, for the success of Tuesday's Shrove Tuesday event, which is, of course, 72 hours, not 48, as my wife pointed out. And I want to add for the prayer request... A prayer request for those folks who are facing years in prison for praying in front of abortion clinics, which I will not comment on how that makes me feel. Now as we're doing that, we are going to uh, offer this time the fifth mystery of life, which is the uh, beginning of the Holy Eucharist. We'll do this in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth mystery of light is the institution of the Holy Eucharist. We offer thee, O Lord Jesus, its tenth decade on the institution of the Holy Eucharist. And we ask of thee through this mystery and through the intercession of our Holy Mother, a respect for the Holy Eucharist and to always receive it in a worthy manner. Our Father, what in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for sinners now at the hour of death. Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls into heaven, especially those who are most in need of thy mercy. May the grace and mystery of the institution of the Holy Eucharist come down to our souls. Amen. Now for those doing the um, indulgence calendar, for, uh, being offered for the uh, intention of the Holy Father. Glory be to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hail Mary, for the grace the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke when we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And we pray this, as all things, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I have just enough time to do the closing prayers and to remind you that I'm looking forward to seeing you on Tuesday at Slattery's Restaurant on Lunenburg Street in Fitchburg for our Shrove Tuesday brunch. Now a closing prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God of mercy, as we reach out to those seeking you, send forth your Holy Spirit upon this show, the stations that carry the show, our station, and all of our listeners to inure us in faith. Enable us to share the good news of the gospel with loving words and caring deeds so that those who have drifted away may be drawn to your church and follow the way of your Son, Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the light. We make our prayer through Jesus our Lord. Amen. We pray this as we pray all things in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And just an idea to throw, that I'm throwing out at you. If you're thinking of going to the Shrove Tuesday brunch on Tuesday starting at 1030, remember there's adoration at St. Bernard's from 830 to uh, 4 p.m. On, on that same Tuesday. Consider heading down to St. Bernard's and visiting with the sacred, Blessed Sacrament before you swing down. That'll put you in the perfect Shrove Tuesday mood or even after the event is done. Well, I will see you Tuesday and next week here at Your Prayer Intentions. Bye. On the WQPH community calendar, there's adoration at St. Bernard's Parish Mondays and Tuesdays. Mondays from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesdays from 8.30 to 4 p.m. And at St. Cecilia's Parish, 
There is Adoration Fridays from 9 after the 9 o'clock Mass to noon and Wednesdays after the 9 o'clock Mass to noon. However, they're having problems finding people for the Wednesday Adoration. So if you are available and would like to do Adoration on a Wednesday, check with the office at St. Cecilia's Parish and sign yourself up. Because if they're not able to get sufficient people for Wednesday, they're going to have to drop that Wednesday Adoration. So check in, see if you have the free time. And it's a great thing to do as we're getting ready for our Lenten journey. Because after all, Lent is a time of reflection. Lent will be a time to look at ourselves. If we're going to get ourselves ready for Lent, and it's an early Lent and an early Easter this year, great way to get yourself prepared, adoration. So check out down at St. Cecilia's if you're free for that adoration on Wednesdays, and you can be a great help there. On the WQPH 89.3 FM community calendar, WQPH is very pleased to announce our first annual Shrove Tuesday Brunch, which is going to take place on the Feast of the Holy Face, which is Shrove Tuesday, Tuesday, February 13th, the day before Ash Wednesday, from 10.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. It's going to be at Slattery's Restaurant, 106 Lunenburg Street in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. You're going to have a chance to meet your fellow WQPH listeners, meet some of the WQPH hosts who are around locally, and together we'll have some fellowship to prepare ourselves for our Lenten journey, which will begin the following day. Also, the tickets are going to be numbered because there's going to be a drawing for a Catholic care package to help the person who wins the drawing with various little things to help them along for their Lenten journey. Now, the tickets are $45 a piece. You can get your tickets at wqphradio.org. Just click on the Donate button and put down Shrove Tuesday tickets. There may be a Shrove Tuesday ticket there. You just click on that and again, say tickets for Shrove Tuesday. They will be available after some masses in the local area, or you can call 617-459-8735. That's 617-459-8735. Call or text, and you can get your tickets reserved for the Shrove Tuesday brunch. Again, that's the first annual WQPH 89.3 FM Shrove Tuesday brunch. Tuesday, February 13th, the Feast of the Holy Face, 10.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Slattery's Restaurant, 106 Lunenburg Street, Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Again, tickets, $45, but $40 if you get them before February 1st. Hope to see you there. This has been the WQPH 89.3 FM Community Calendar. This is Peter and Jemmy, host of Your Prayer Intentions, every Saturday here on 89.3 WQPH Shirley Fitchburg. Do you have a prayer request that you'd like me to pray for or perhaps the whole community? Well, include that prayer request in an email. Specify if you want it on air or off and email that prayer request to WQPH893 at Comcast.net. Let me repeat that. It's WQPH893 at Comcast.net, and we will pray for you. If you have an urgent request that you're looking for immediate prayer, tweet me directly at the Tech Guy blog on Twitter or the Tech Guy blog on Gab. God bless you.